From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. We're looking up something about something that doesn't exist, and then we're reading a quote that this dude just made up and we're taking it as fact. Rocket. Yahoo Answers, the same place where people ask, I never had sex, can I get pregnant? (laughs) That's the same place. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Bang, let's start the fucking show, eh? What up, everybody? Welcome to the LunaticRadio.com show. Rocket list. That's right, no rocket. It's just me. And my good old friend that you guys have not met, his name is Matt Harvey. I call him not Matt Harvey, but he's the original Matt Harvey. Indeed I am. Hello, Karen. Right. Rocket is on vacation. He's off in California, either on a red carpet or doing some wine tasting. But imagine it's wine tasting. So that's where he is. So join us on YouTube. Hopefully you're there. I don't see anybody there yet, but... Lot to do on today's radio program. I don't know. I don't know if there's really a lot to do. <laughs> it's <laughs> odd hosting the show without Rock. I'm usually, uh, usually I just fall right into the show and he says something and I go on for an hour. Yeah. And that's about how it works. But uh, we'll find out about Matt Harvey. We'll talk to Matt Harvey. He's new to the show. He's a fan of uh, podcasting, I guess. Indeed. And uh, we'll learn more about uh, Matt Harvey. <laughs> Who's uh, quite uh, larger than the Matt Harvey from the New York Mets. I believe I've probably displaced more water than he does. Right. Did you ever date uh, Adriana Lima? Unfortunately, I haven't. At any point? (laughs) No, that's... uh, I haven't checked that (laughs) off yet. Yeah. Apparently, she dumped him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The the Adler Matt Harvey. Yeah. Are you the real Matt Harvey or is he the real Matt Harvey? That's what I want to try to figure out. You've been around longer than him. I'm the only one. Right. He's a young Matt Harvey. He's like 20... Four. Yeah. I was playing NBA Jam when he was getting born. Right. You're the older Matt Harvey. Forget about that guy. You're the bigger Matt Harvey. So you are Matt Harvey. He's not Matt Harvey from the New York Mets. The guy from the Mets is not Matt Harvey. This is Matt Harvey. That is correct. The original Matt Harvey. That's what I would say. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Uh, Yeah. So Matt Harvey is a gentleman I met uh, living out here in Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a little new, a little new to me. Uh, Matt's never done a podcast before, so now he's just thrown right into the wolves and, and hosting a show with me. Yeah. And I've done this for freaking 17 years, I guess, nearly, or 16 years, and I still don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, hey, you know, there's a time for everything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I feel like I was a lot better at this when I was younger. Yeah. When I was full of vigor. I think now I'm. Uh, now it's like kind of like... Ah, fuck, I gotta do the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think better when we were younger is true of probably everything. 
Yeah. Like even with the uh, even when it comes to like music, you always say, uh, "Oh, Nirvana was so much better back right. then." Or no, actually, Nirvana's a bit, but like Alice in Chains or some some band that's been around forever. Right. Like they were better when they were younger. Right. But I, I don't I don't know if that's true or not. I think it's just because that's where it's where nostalgic, you were, yeah, right? You know, the music was always better when you were eighteen and not having to pay a mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Before the and you can bang everything you want. Before the uh, bills and the evil boss. Right. Yes, welcome everybody in the chat room. I don't know where I am in Arizona. I'm somewhere in Arizona, sir, in the chat room. Um, yeah, so a lot to do on today's radio program. Not really, but I like to say that at the top of the show to get people interested. Suck them in, you know? It's a hook. There's not a lot of news going on in the world. I haven't done much in life. <laughs> This week, at least this week. <laughs> I haven't done much in life this week. Cap that off, qualify that, yeah. I did uh I did join the Tinder again. <laughs> oh my goodness, I thought you had deleted that. I did, ago. I did after I went out with the the Hooter girl yeah. from Scottsdale, who was a maniac was and a, a mess. Was that a bad time? Girl from Scottsdale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Well, she's not originally from I don't think anybody's originally from Scottsdale, Arizona. They just go there to tweet out that they're in Scottsdale, I think. <laughs> they, get, they get dropped off there from the plastic surgery clinic. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, so this broad, uh, so I had to meet this girl in uh, in Scottsdale. She lived in Scottsdale, but she was from Michigan. And I think uh, I think her former job in Michigan was whore. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think it was whore. I think that's what it was. No, she was just a mess. So uh, I went on the date with her out there and uh, I'm waiting at a bar. I remember waiting at the bar like to do the, the awkward meetup. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just dressed as a normal human being would dress like a button down and some nice slacks and some, you know, I took a shower. It looked good. Prepared for the occasion. She comes strolling into the bar dressed like, uh, you know, we're going to a fucking gig in Vegas at some ritzy place. Just a fucking shiny ass dress. Oh yeah, uh, I barely covered her ass. Yeah, uh, just hair done to the nines. I'm like, oh man, oh, this is gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I remember seeing her. I was just like, man, I just want to go home. <laughs> but she was beautiful. Yeah, Get dropped that gorge. Just not my type. Like, just way too fucking hot for me. So her. Her maximum after she had prepared was better than your maximum after you prepared it. it just right, but I up, feel yeah. like this is how she dresses to go to, you know, the supermarket right. or something. I feel like she just has to wear like, you know, layers upon layers of makeup. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. It might be one of those things where she can't let anybody see what it's really like. Right. So, right. <laughs> right. When but the me. makeup's off. And she, she's home in the apartment eating Cheetos on the couch watching Maury Povich. Yeah. A little different story. The yeah. look is a little different. Those, uh, those big shades can't hide 100% of your face there. Farting honey. on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite the Scottsdale girl I, I picture. <laughs> holding, holding her ankle behind her head. <laughs> <laughs> Light, extra leverage on it. Lighting farts on the couch. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I went out with this broad on, uh, in Scottsdale and... You know, just an amusement park, as I like to say. She had the, you know, big old fake cans, the butt, you know. She she was a gorgeous looking girl, but uh, she was just a mess. 
Like just, I think that's what she did every night was just go to the club. Oh yeah, looking for a uh, like a penis to just jump on <laughs> and ride for the rest of her life, hoping to attract a suitor into uh, yeah into uh, life insurance money or yeah. something. <laughs> And I was not that guy. Maybe this guy will die. I can have his uh, Chevy Cavalier. Right. Maybe maybe I'm going to meet the guy on Tinder who actually owns a mansion and drives a Ferrari. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's... Uh... You're going to get me, podcaster extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain uh, group of people that, uh, you know, sometimes their expectations are higher than what uh, the reality is of the pool they're pulling from, you know. I mean, I was lucky with this first Tinder broad. I mean, she actually looked like her pictures did. I actually, when I remember going out to uh, meet up with her, I was like, I can't believe this girl said, yeah, I'll go out with you. Because <laughs> she was gorgeous. Your like, initial reaction she, You know what she looked like? She looked like a better version of Wow from the Jersey Shore. Yeah. A better version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Prettier. Yeah. But. Uh, What's wrong with that? Yeah, she was a fucking mess on wheels, though, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Did she come right in with the divorce? and the, Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It was the story. She lived with, like, her boyfriend who she's breaking up with who was a felon. Or Ugh. I was just like, I don't want to know any of this. <laughs> and I've, I learned this three minutes into the fucking conversation. Yeah, it doesn't and take I was like, long. I was like, please, just somebody hit a bell. And get me out of here. <laughs> you know? I just hear stab while I was asleep. Stab yeah. while I was asleep. So I, uh, yeah, I quit that. Like I, I was, I, I, I went on that date and I went home and I was just, just I'm not doing a Tinder thing anymore. <laughs> I want to quit it. <laughs> Too many psychos here. Yeah. So I quit the Tinder thing. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you, sir. I entertain you for years. Who's that? Michael Jones and Michelle Jones. Who's that? Somebody in the chat room. Welcome. By the way, live number to call in 718-690-9290. I need your help because Matt Harvey has never done a radio show before. And I don't think I've ever actually hosted this radio show in 17 years without Rocket. This is a little weird. You're doing a bang up job, Karen. Not so far. <laughs> Tell a story that I told like five shows ago. Yeah, I've never heard it before. <laughs> so anyway, I quit the freaking tender. So you put it to bed. But now that I'm, I'm living out here in Arizona and I live by myself and I don't know anybody. It's a new state to me. I, 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 you know, the abundance of getting text messages from broads relatively close has dried up because I don't know any of it. I am with you on that. Yeah. So I, I have to take the dive back into Tinder to see what's available out there. I was just reading on the news today. There's a problem with social isolation and uh, loneliness in general. Huh. In our entire society. Please explain. I would love to hear. Uh, they said that uh, loneliness was actually more hazardous to your health than obesity. Huh. And I figured, hey, great. I don't have to worry about that anymore. I can switch my focus over to this other thing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Yeah. That's what's driving me to Tinder. That's the thing, man. I don't know anybody. Yeah. Back in New York. Where I lived for 37 years, I knew I had plenty of friends in the area. Yeah. All around. I Comedians, it, this and that and the other thing. I think out here, it's just hard to, it's hard to, to meet people. I mean, what are you going to do? The, the, you know, there's no, uh, there's nothing you can do to meet people. You go out to a bar and you get crazy, crazy drunk. Right. But I don't want to, I don't, don't want to date somebody that I'm getting fucking smashed with. You That's know what I mean? Thing, yeah. Like I, it, mean, I don't, I don't, it's also like a mix of age too. It's just like when you're older and you're single. Most people my age are married. Yeah. <laughs> they have yeah. kids. Yeah. They got, they, you know, maybe they're married twice. Yeah. I've never been married. I don't have any kids. So they're like when I'm on Tinder, even when I, like I, I have, I have a, 
I have a bullet on my back and it's my age. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I got a I got a big wart on my head and it's my age. It's, it's not, not a wart. It's just my age. It's not the Cindy Crawford. My mold, profile huh? says, you know, I look fucking I look okay. I look like a reasonable guy. Yeah. But what kills me is my fucking age. Start lying, man. Just start lying. Well, here's start lying here's how Tinder gets you. Here's how Tinder gets you. This is a new version of Tinder. Oh no. It gives you an option to hide your your age. That's what I'm saying. Right? But you have to pay seven ninety nine oh, a month for it. Yeah, <laughs> to there hide it is. your age, you got to pay to pay money to hide your age. That's where they're making their money. So I'm just like, nah, fuck that. I'm an honest guy. Fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave my age up there, and then maybe somebody will fucking stumble across me and go, ah, fuck it. I'll give them a shot. <laughs> you know. Hey, yeah. There's got to be some girls on their uh, your age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, man. Who the hell? Yeah, but when there's got to be lonely, when you lonely filter it from uh, eighteen to twenty one. <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. You might be, you might be the unrealistic one here, you know. No, I actually, I've opened my my because uh, you can do that filter thing. You, you want to see girls from this age to this age, right? And mine is literally from like twenty two to thirty nine, I think. Yeah. So I, I always want somebody like younger. It's got to be like at least two years younger, right? Yeah. yeah, at least two years younger. So I have like an a, like a, an advantage. I was around two years more than you. Yeah. <laughs> I know more about the world, I, damn it. I have two more years of Major League Baseball statistics memorized <laughs> that you don't give a fuck about. Right. I have two years of knowledge that's worthless to you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I dive, dive, dive back onto a fucking Tinder. Let's see how the fuck that works, man. How's that? Is that the I figured maybe it? with, like, the radio show, but this is, like, when I started doing this show way back in 2000, 2001. Yeah. Uh, this was like attractive to women <laughs> because they had no fucking idea what it was. Yeah. You just said you're on a, like I do a radio show. This is what it is. Right. I mean, when you hear it, it sounds like a radio show. It's got commercials in this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not playing a commercial from Lexus of, you know, fucking Trenton or yeah. Mercedes of Manhattan or something, but I'm, I'm fucking playing commercials. It fits for, the part. Yeah. It fits the part. It, 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 it acts like a radio show. Yeah. That's all you <laughs> so can. So when they hear it, whether it's on the radio in the car or on the web, they're just like, ah, this guy's on the radio. And that's attractive because now I'm like the guy on the stage right. that in the spotlight, is so to speak. See, in their mind, it's another, you know, 18 months tops before you're taking over for uh, Johnny Carson. Right. Dated reference. But then you fast forward fucking five years. Yeah. Uh, or or six years and you got uh, uh, iTunes coming out and MP3s around and then people start doing podcast. They add podcasting to iTunes and then, uh, you know, Joe Rogan and everybody jumps on all these oh, celebrities. Yeah. Uh, it ruined the uh, mystique for me. <laughs> <laughs> it ruined my mystique. Now it's just the Joe Schmo that no one listens to. I do an internet radio show. Yeah. How are your numbers compared to uh, Marin and, uh, yeah. and Rogan? Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit... Uh, <laughs> A little bit different. I don't, have, I don't have quite the same numbers that uh, Marin does. All right, smartass. I have uh, I have different numbers. Different people. I like to be unique. I don't want to be the same. I don't have the same numbers. I want to have different numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I thought maybe maybe the show the, the good. The, I don't know what this show does for me. I think it just a, it's a, it's a way to fucking kill a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever keeps them off the street. Mm. 
Yeah, but yeah, it, it you know actually I started doing the radio show again. I was quit. I retired. I, I started doing it again from like you mentioned before loneliness. Yeah, I was bored. Yeah, I needed to do something. No, I hear you, man. It's yeah, it sucks. Whether it's you know stuffing myself in this goddamn studio by myself and talking into the microphone, yeah, it cures the uh, the thought of fucking you know wanting to fucking just slug a thing of vodka and. Throw yeah. myself into the fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> you know? How long will it take an electric oven to fucking kill me? I mean, how many fucking goddamn good documentaries can I watch on fucking yeah. Hulu or whatever the fuck it is, you yeah. know? Yeah, not all of them necessarily uplifting. I have this world of knowledge from watching goddamn documentaries that are probably slanted one political way or the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I can't even share with anybody because I don't fucking talk to anybody. Yeah. Because I'm in a new state. And, uh, you know, obviously most of the guys that I hang out with, they all just want to go get fucking pounded up all the time. And I'm just like, I can't do that. I'm old. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I mean, fuck, man. In this state, you got to take a cab everywhere. Anything you do, you know, you're 35 bucks one way for the cab ride to go out to go out and get pounded on Friday night. It cost you 300 fucking dollars, you know? Yeah. Goddamn drinks are $9 a piece. Yeah. Who the fuck's got that kind of money? And you're all, uh, Yeah. And everybody else there is on a meeting up on a Tinder date. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah everybody, anytime I'm in a social environment with a large group of people, and that means more than two, everybody else is so much more adept at interacting with other people. Like, I'm, I just feel like everybody's better at it than I am. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe you just got to let your, uh, uh, your inhibitions go. Yeah. Well, and then I feel speaking like of getting too. pounded. No, I feel like that too. I mean, yeah. we're the complete opposite human being as far as stature. Matt's very tall and I'm very short, but we both have the same demeanor when we go to a bar. We're just like, I don't think anybody wants to talk to me. <laughs> I think we're both we're both fucking broken. I don't think anybody wants to talk to me. Yeah. So why? I'll just sit here and, and sip my drink and, and and then I'll eventually just go home. I think I'm- I think I'm the unnecessary part of this equation here. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason is why, why I started doing the radio show is because of that. Yeah. I wanted it. to, I wanted to show people I could talk. Yeah. <laughs> Listen know? to me, motherfucker. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, but I yeah. mean, uh, who was it? I mean, people do ridiculous things to, to, you know, show themselves. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, hell who's it? Fucking Travis. I don't know if this is makes sense or, or, or it goes along with what we're saying, but that guy, Travis Barker. Oh yeah. The drummer. Right. Blink He said he got all the tattoos all over him. Right. So that the only thing he could possibly do in life is be a drummer. So getting all the tattoos instilled in him, the drive to be the best drummer he could be. Yeah. Which sounds completely retarded to me. <laughs> but you know, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and in, and in tune being the drummer, he gets the broad, he gets the money, blah, blah. That's the Cortez principle of uh, burn your ships, so you so your men can't can't retreat. All right. So yeah, You're well, well. You gotta, I don't get that reference, but it's all right. Uh, Cortez and his army attacked uh, somebody. I don't know Spain or Mexico. Or <clears throat> when they got there, they all got off the ships, and he burned his own ships. So his men. So they couldn't. What a fucking dickhead! <laughs> it's, it's yeah. What a fucking prick! Yeah, he gave him a no ch- no choice but to uh, win that. But what if you wanted to go home? What if you did win and wanted to go home? I don't know. They have to figure it out. <laughs> They're like, hey, hey, General, what the fuck, man? Yeah. How are we getting home? There's no planes. <laughs> you are home now. <laughs> it's 
start mining gold, motherfucker. But, but I got a kid on the way. <laughs> I don't think the general gave much of a shit about that. Wow, what, did, what fucking year was that? That was way back in the fire. I don't even know. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I can look it up. Was it 1800s something? I'm going to bet it was longer ago than that. Oh, like this is the Middle Ages? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe like 1400s. Or <laughs> oh, like way uh, when everybody was a dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, I well, feel like is, everybody yeah. way back when was a real prick. <laughs> like living in Rome was a fucking hassle, man. You know? Yeah, well, there was a you wake up every day. No, and you, you hear like the rap guys talk about living in like Compton or like you know, mean streets of Brooklyn or something. They're like, ah, oh, it's a struggle every fucking day. Yeah. Never know if we're going to make it 24. Right. But if, when you, when you grew up in Rome, I'd imagine, you know, it's, it's actually probably going to happen to you <laughs> at some point. You're just going to be walking and some just going to fuck that man <laughs> and just stone you to death. Or it's a, it's your unlucky day and you're in the, uh, you're in the arena with the lions. Right. Hey, yeah. get, in, get in there and see if you can take on that cat. Why is it that everybody back in the old days was a real fucking dick? They really had this zero regard for fucking human life. Oh yeah. Then. No. Yeah. Especially. Oh yeah. No, historically, <laughs> historically human life has been not worth a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking scary. You to think about it. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, as I get older and I watch, things on tv and i see like i don't know if this is me becoming a fucking pussy or a, like uh as as our co-workers call call me a liberal piece of shit <laughs> i've heard that a time or two um, fucking liberal yeah which i'm not i'm not i don't think i am but whatever it's it's funny um I see, like, I watch movies and I see just, like, the dude, like, the fucking guy just gunning down fucking dudes and running by. Right. And then he kills another guy just to get after one dude and kill him. Right. You know, I'm just like, hey, all these people you're just slaughtered, they have lives. <laughs> like, they're not just fucking, like, a, you're shooting a tree or, or cutting down a flower. Yeah. This is a huge, this guy has a, a, probably a wife and kids. Yeah. You know? Well, tell him not to stand so long in front of the pork chops and fries then, because I got shopping to do and the uh, motherfucker's in my way. Yeah. I'm just, but I, you see it, you know, I don't know. I like it, even like the war films, you know, just everybody's, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's just, I, I find it silly to watch like a movie where it's just like a hundred guys get killed and there's just no like fucking follow up to it. Yeah. <laughs> like who's the guy you just chopped his head off? Who was that guy? Well, a lot of that stuff, I think, is just, you know... Gratuitous, border, right? Is that the word? Yeah, borderline violence porn, you know? Let's just watch 90 minutes of people just spearing each other and cutting <laughs> each other's fucking heads off and shit. It's like, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I mean, I yeah. get down with a violent movie, but there's got to be a movie there. I feel like some of those some of those movies are just... There's no plot. It's just... Yeah. It's just... Yeah, like Commando. Like the number Commando something. back in the day with... Uh, who Arnold, Sw Arnold oh, yeah. Schwarzenegger. That was early, yeah. Yeah, where he's fighting the guy with the chain vest. Who <laughs> 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 was clearly just out of shape. There's no yeah. way he's beating fucking... Yeah. He's not going to win the fight against Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, the guy's lazy. I mean, he's just... Yeah. Looks like he's been eating Cheetos and has 7-Eleven all day. <laughs> well, the, the chain vest was probably an afterthought, like in uh, Apocalypse Now, when they had to shade... Uh, when they had to shade that guy at the end because he gained like 800 pounds between the time he got the part and the time they shot the movie. Oh, well, yeah. Um, Who's that, what's that guy's name? Oh, he is the, like the most famous actor of all time. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh, no. He signed the contract and then put on 400 pounds. I got to tell you, Apocalypse Now that you bring that up. And this is going to be a show of tangents, by the way, just to warn folks. 
that are, uh, are listening or watching us on YouTube. By the way, subscribe to us on YouTube because the shows will get better as we proceed, you know, with our, uh, our new radio career. Apocalypse Now. Yes, sir. That movie made in 1979. I believe you're right. It holds the fuck up. It is. I just recently watched it like two weeks ago with my father. Yeah. Who uh, I went over there and I was like, yeah, dad, I can, I got Apocalypse Now. I can, we can watch it on this thing. And he's like, oh, put it on. He's actually crying during it. I'm like, yeah. why are you crying, dad? <laughs> it's fucking, it, well, it, it, it's not a movie to cry over. Guys from that generation, though, saw that whole thing from a different perspective. You know? Yeah, he would, he, he would, he would watch it and go, oh man, that one was just so fucked up, yeah. man. Yeah. I guess it was. I mean, it was, it, yeah, definitely. I, I, I wasn't alive during that. I was born during that time, but not, a, not. I, I didn't realize it. Um, weren't taking notes. As weren't say. taking notes. But that movie, shot, fucking storyline, actors, start to finish, fucking holds up compared to anything you see in the theater now. It is almost a perfect movie. I it, watched it just like you here. I just happened to buy. I found it on on a DVD at a used record store and right. bought it. I mean, it's just, it's fucking awesome. The narration by Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen's acting in the movie. I mean, right. You know, how old, how old the guy is Martin Sheen? I mean, it's now it's like, oh, Martin Sheen's old, but you know, you watch that movie and he could be, he could be contemporary. It's right. that fucking good. I mean, it could have been released two months ago and you wouldn't know if you didn't know. Exactly. It's just, That's how well it was shot. Like yeah. the cinematography. And oh, there was nothing about that movie that looked like aged it or put it in some sort of time frame or right they didn't they didn't staple themselves to a corner somewhere where you say oh well okay now i know that was 50 fucking years ago right yeah it is just fucking brilliant even the music the music every every piece of music they have yeah and there's timeless music uh it was just amazing what a fucking movie that was yeah yeah that was good yeah so tinder yeah i'm back on tinder (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> back, back to the back to the lonely women that c- could possibly oh, avail themselves of my services yeah yeah there was actually some dude who had a uh, tinder nightmare i was just about to say you're that's grinder that you're thinking of uh no that's a rim shot that's a rim shot grinders grind <laughs> grinders the gay one there no, you go i'm not on grinder <laughs> i actually had a dream last night i was like am i gay <laughs> Literally had a dream like that, and I'm like, no, I'm not. That, that, that mic's hot, Karen. You're recording. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gay. Not gay. Uh, yeah, in my dream, I was trying to like trying to figure it out. I'm just, oh, why am I having these dreams are lame. Yeah, what a fucking shitty dream to have. have. I've never had the gay dream, but I have dreams where I wake up and I'm like, man, what? what? fucking lame well here's the thing i think somebody fucking said that to me last week yeah hey maybe you're gay because i haven't been around a woman in a while because i live in a new state and i don't know any fucking vagina yeah and there's no way to meet people in this state unless you're hanging out in front of a circle k or at a shitty bar right so as soon as somebody throws that in your face you're gonna just constantly just think about it It's on the back burner, you know, maybe, maybe. Hey, bro, maybe you're gay. Hey, you like dicks, all right? Huh, never really thought about that in my 40 fucking years, <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> oh, man, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, so now I'm dreaming about it, whether I'm gay or not. Fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, I, this, is, this, this is what scares me about Tinder. I'll just uh, play this story and we can comment after it's over. 
Tinder date turned living nightmare. A Texas man now suing his ex-girlfriend for online revenge. He says she is damaging his reputation because he broke up with her. He even lost his job. ABC's Alex Stone reports. It was a swipe right on Tinder he wishes he never made. I felt distressed. I felt hopeless. Three years after that initial encounter, Joseph Lazarus is suing his ex-girlfriend for $200,000 because he can't clear his name. The Houston resident claims a woman went online and created fake social media profiles, then upped the ante. She targeted the organization my sister was working for and sent... I sucked zero dicks. I am not gay. We have a gay-related interruption. Yeah, no, I got a question. How many how many dicks did I suck to, until I realized I wasn't gay? That's the question coming in from the chat room. Are you sure that was zero? You were emphatic. Zero. Zero, zero dicks. Zero dicks. Then messages about me being a child molester, a rapist, a murderer. The Marine Reservist says his ex tried to extort him for $10,000. If he didn't pony up, she'd say he raped her. Oh, it's destroyed his life. I mean, he got fired from his job. You Google him, the first thing that comes up is the posting on Dirty.com. These are all accusations. And how do you, what does he do? Lazarus's attorney points to the infamous website, thedirty.com. The writer accuses him of making creepy advances, bragging about his sexual conquests, and sending unsolicited sex toys to women. I just want to be left alone. I just want to be able to live my life. The woman named in the lawsuit and whose identity has not been reported has not responded. His attorney says they have not talked to police but filed a complaint with the FBI. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. In a world filled with tech... Sorry. Uh, this shit fucking terrifies me. It's just a simple swipe right, swipe left. And you could be fucking this guy. Well, see, that's the thing, though. I mean, all that did all that did was facilitate those two wingnuts meeting each other, and then she sunk his life by creating a bunch of fake social media right accounts but, and shit. See, right? I'm a fucking yeah, but see, like I'm worried about like I I'm talking to a girl now and right. Uh, you know, I'm two days into it. I'm already talking to somebody. Yeah, and she seems great, pretty girl. Blah blah blah. She's got her shit together. Looks she's got the uh, you know a reasonably normal Instagram because now you can link your Instagram to your Tinder thing. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You never know with anybody. I'm like, I don't know if this person's crazy or Somebody not. She seems kind of reasonable. Yeah. I mean, are they more likely to be insane because you meet them through an app like that? I don't right. know. I'm sure this guy was fucking on the Tinder and he, he met that girl and he was like, yeah, she seems kind of cool. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They banging out and all of a sudden she's fucking. Well, they know. were, I didn't, I'm not sure I understood it correctly. They were together for two years. Something like that. They yeah. were dating. Yeah. Well, it's a long fucking time for someone to just turn on you like that. Like people that are crazy. Like, do, are people that thing. are crazy? Are they on those sites? That's what I'm trying to get. To. People that are crazy are everywhere. So they're everywhere. So it's oh, not yeah. just you know, right on the fuck. I mean, other normal people. Because I'm, I, I think I'm kind of normal. I'm on there, but other normal women on. There. <laughs> like, I, would, I would think so, probably. Because I've had, I've had some fucking. You know, women that are, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Just, you know, maybe a little, uh, 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 you know, on the, the crazy side of crazy. The, the crazy, the crazy yeah. side of crazy. Yeah. Back of beyond? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to go through that again. Well, no, it just, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's part of being human, man. You deal with the crazy, and then you're like, "Oh man, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't think I could survive another one of those." 
I think life would be much easier if I can just not be the guy going back to the bar thing. Not being the guy at the bar, yeah, sitting in the corner going, eh, no one wants to talk to me. Yeah, and I think I you think know, if a- I could just be like the guy who goes, "Hey, who the fuck? Hey, yeah. I'm here, huh? Hey, I got unserviced dick over here. What are we gonna do about it, huh? Be nice to have a fucking drink, right? <laughs> yeah, be that guy at the bar. Yeah, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. Eh, yeah, those girls are nice looking, but they'll never go for me. Everybody else. <laughs> Everybody else here seems to know what they're doing, and I don't have any fucking idea what I'm doing. I right. I'll go home, watch Apocalypse Now again. And it was funny, though, and, and, and you know, going back to the bar thing, is that I think I, I maybe, maybe you and I overthink oh, I think I of do. something clever to say to the girl at the bar. Right. Like, we need to astonish her because apparently the girl we're staring at and the girl we want to talk to is fucking Einstein. Right. And she's going to be bored with anything we say unless it's fucking clever, unique, and poignant. Right. (laughs) But it's not. Because I've seen dudes that, you know, we know mutually go to bars and talk like they're banging two spoons together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just fucking... Just making fucking noise, like, and the girl's like, oh, he, 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 yeah. oh, blah. right? Yeah, it. I think that you just need to talk to them. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I've had that happen too, where you, where you think you have to come up with something and try to be smart, and then you are, and then you realize that was that was like a thousand miles over their head. <laughs> this person's operating basically on like a, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? No. Okay, check. Am I hungry now? Am I thirsty now? Like, nothing going on up here. You know what I mean? You're trying to make some kind of smart-ass remark like somebody's going to fucking pick up on it. It's like, right. I could have just given you, uh, you know, like uh, some Triscuits or something. <laughs> fucking follow me home. Right. Yeah, I'm always like that. I'm just like, uh, should I tell her that she's pretty or should I just not say, you know, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know if it's too forward I don't know what's like makes me sound like a pussy. Well, yeah, and see nowadays I don't even know. I mean, can I go up to him and go? I can smell your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Would now, that see, work? That is either gonna work or it's not gonna according work. According <laughs> to some people these days, if that might work on some girl. <laughs> that one's a numbers game. You, you'd have to- You'd have to do that to 50 women and it'd work twice, but you would get slapped 48 times. I think it's like one in a million. To yeah, be honest with you. It could be. The C-bomb is not the word to be throwing around. Depending on which bar you're going to and what part of the valley. Yeah. <laughs> it will not work in Scottsdale, yeah, If I'm probably. going to a bar called the Thirsty Cunts, then maybe. <laughs> That'll work. You know? That line will work. I'll see you down at the uh, Salty Sailor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, women don't like that word. Oh boy, no, they do not. No, I've tried that out a couple times. At uh, I did it once in Atlantic City, New Jersey. It uh, didn't work out well. well. Mine wasn't a come on attempt. I was uh, actually enraged. Oh yeah, through no, that, I was that, enraged that, too. Yeah, yeah at this uh, yeah, that, young little uh, uh, Korean girl. Or yeah, something. She was, just a real fucking pain in the ass broad believe it or not uh, screaming at her that she was a cunt served only to escalate the, the disagreement <laughs> oh yeah yeah no same thing with mine it was in uh she this girl accused me of uh, uh apparently bumping into her and finger banging her as i was bumping into her in a hallway okay and i just bumped into her that's all i did so she was completely and i insane. said i actually said excuse me sorry yeah 
And she's like, oh, now you now you put your hand out. And, and, yeah. like, and I was just like, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. I had like 10 guys with me. And they're all like, he didn't do any of that. Yeah. And unfortunately, she was arguing with me as, uh, and I was arguing with her as we were heading to the same destination. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which was a hotel corridor. Uh, and uh, we, there was nowhere to go. There was no outlet. <laughs> no way out of this. <laughs> no, it was either get on the elevator, go up, or we're just going to, you know, sit there. And uh, she was just going on and on and on. And she said I had a Napoleon complex, which, you know, I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty good. But then she was being a real fucking pill. Yeah. And uh, she's. <laughs> so I saw her in a corridor there and I was like, hey, why don't you just shut up, you cunt? <laughs> nice. Yeah. And that, uh, it's like a beehive. Right. There's bee, there's, she had like nine friends with her. They all just running around like, oh, yeah. Like they've never heard the word cunt before. Did you pick up any white knights who had to uh, come to her defense, or is it all just insane women? Uh, just all insane. They all just screaming in my face. And I remember my uh, friend Pat, uh, when I said the word C U N T, he looked at me like, uh, like he just witnessed like the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Mal. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, well, here we go. Yeah. You know, this is what's happening now. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. So it was warranted. Sometimes it's warranted. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you can't um, just do whatever the fuck you want without somebody saying something sooner or later. Would you agree that the C word is not as harsh as the N word? I don't know. I just, uh, I think there was just a stand-up comic thing I watched where some guy was kind of going down that road. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know, because, you know, it's a... Uh, I would think I would be of the opinion that the, the N-word is a lot more dangerous than the C-word. Oh, I think dangerous, yeah. I mean, you know, as far dangerous, as... Dangerous, you know, if you if you'd weigh all the factors right. into one, uh, what's... I'd I say, think the M word. What word? You know, of of those those two, and maybe there's one or two more words out there that are in that same category that escape me at the moment. But I'd say, which one's more likely to get you shot? The N word. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be breaking. I that think. Out. I, I think the C word. You can get hit with a shoe or something. Yeah, I would. I would just kind of think of it like this. You know, um, I don't say the N word. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to say the C word. So there, there you go. go. For me. I'm not afraid to say a C word. M word never. Yeah. I, I just will. I self preservation. Well, and that's one of. Those, and I don't want to use. Well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, you hear that argument about it that goes on forever. Where you know, I kind of agree with the with the sentiment that that with everything that happened around that word, we don't we don't get to use that word. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not for. Uh, I don't want to use it. I don't. I don't. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't have any allure for me. Whereas, yeah. Every now and then, you do have to break off a uh, C bomb. <laughs> it is. If somebody's getting out of hand. You know, it's like using uh, nuclear missiles. You know, it's just like yeah, once every century. Or right. So. Yeah. Throw one out there. You know, I use it here, and I'm going to use it five times on a radio show. But there's no women here. Right. I can just you know. That's the other thing, you know, I mean, if, if there's a woman around. I'm not directing it at, like, at a certain woman. Right. No, for me, it's kind of, yeah, it's just sort of a generic term, I guess, that would be the way I, th I would think of it. I wouldn't use it in a room with a woman that I didn't want to offend. I think I so, used yeah. it twice. I used it on that girl in the hotel corridor in Atlantic City, and I think I used it another time. 
<laughs> directed at a woman. Yeah. But it wasn't, I mean, it was directed at her, but he yelled it out a front door <laughs> to the neighborhood. You know, so everybody directed can hear. In an indirect way, like for it's the audience? It's an indirect, direct, yeah, yeah, indirect, direct way, yeah. Hey, don't mind this, everybody. The cunt next door is just <laughs> giving me a problem. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so Matt Harvey, not Matt Harvey, the original Matt Harvey is here. Uh, hanging out with me, doing a radio show. Rocks on vacation in California. Uh, probably uh, knee deep in fucking Chardonnay and Napa Valley right now. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Radio.com show right after these words. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com Speaking of traffic, did you hear in Beijing there was... People are stuck in traffic for nine days? Yeah! Why? Stop! Why? How does that happen in this day and age? How do you get stuck in traffic for nine days? It was 62 miles long? I read an article about it in the LA Times, and fucking A, please don't... I won't ever again reference that I read the LA Times, but I fucking read the LA Times. I read an article about it. Fucking motherfuckers were getting robbed... As they were snoozing and they were literally sleeping in their cars. There were vendors walking the sides of the uh, road selling food and sandwiches to people who were freaking literally camped out. What? Um, you know, motels were overrun with people trying to just get a fucking place to sleep because the traffic was so bad. How does this happen? Nine days. Jeez. Is that audio? Uh, <laughs> it sure is. Is this how they report the news in Beijing? Apparently, they're showing the traffic. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to find. Oh, here, CBS News Online. That's that's reputable. Nine day long. Does your volume last the afternoon? <laughs> volume of traffic. <laughs> talking about wait for the commercial oh yeah right youtube now we play commercial yeah what is this what is that about youtube you gotta stop doing this because you're killing lazy talk radio djs (laughs) mt oh god it's so true (laughs) you're really annoying the lazy talk radio djs we gotta fill for seven more seconds (laughs) yeah no fucking ad start playing unbelievable here we go For most of us, even a little traffic jam can be a big pain. Now imagine this, a traffic jam in northern China that's lasted more than a week. Nine days to be exact, with the bumper-to-bumper lineup stretching more than 60 miles. Highway officials blame a combination of road construction and broken-down vehicles. So a fucking... What? The, the, the trucks have been sitting for days on the road. Of course they're going to break down. And it's interesting. Like, the, the, you know, they're saying that it's 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 spawned like this mini, mini commerce where like people are now selling shit on the sides yeah. of the road for like inflated prices and stuff like that. But how do you sit there for... not Forget 90s. Two days. How do you shit? Where do you shit? Where yeah. do you piss? Where do you jerk off? I don't understand how... How you could do that to yourself? And apparently, yeah, that was like she was just saying, Katie Kirk, that it's like you know with the with the trucks and all that and the construction that they're doing. But at some point, you just got to turn around. Just just fucking go in the grass, turn around. Yeah, nine days. Do they have exits? Do they have fucking exits? <laughs> Aren't they Asian? Aren't they supposed to be smart? Yeah. Thought you guys were cool over there. 
Far East, Mr. Technology's big swinging dicks over there. Mr. Technology, Mr. Yo, it's the fucking Olympics. You can't fix a traffic jam, you fucks. Dude, that's my bike. She just said I'd sit there to get out of work. True. Can't get to work again, boss. I'm in traffic still. Yeah, literally. I mean, what, half those trucks on there were, you know, commercial vehicles. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have shipments that need to be on time somewhere. Well, they ain't getting there. Everything's halted because of uh, road construction? Well, when do they do the construction here, Rock? In New York or in L.A. or in Chicago? They do it at night, right? When sure. there's not a lot of traffic? Well, they try, yeah. And in Beijing, they do a fucking right smack dab in the middle of rush hour. It's brutal. Geniuses. Man. Thank God these guys don't fucking rule the world. Do they rule the world? I don't know. That, and, and apparently this, this article here says it could last for weeks. Good. Fuck them. Uh, triggered okay. by road construction, the snarl up again 10 days ago and was 100 kilometers, 60 miles long at one point. Reaching almost to the outskirts of Beijing, traffic still creeps along in fits and starts. And the crisis could last another three weeks, authorities say. I'm never going to order a pizza in Beijing. It's going to take a while to get there, even if there was no traffic. Yeah. Kieran and Rock have returned. We are the kings of tangents. So I think jerking off is working. Oh, wow. Blow him now, folks. Can I watch? No. Lunatic Radio. Twitter doesn't give me these problems. Kieran and Rock are on social media. Why could you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. Rocket, you gotta get naked. Take off your pants. Do something sweet. Don't say sweet. Oh, I listen to you. Okay. So if you say take them off, I shall. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. They're already naked, aren't they? I feel like I have hair on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been blowing into it. If you're people listening, Twitter.com/slash Lunatic Radio. Nice uh, You know, you know, people like me on Facebook. Kieran and Rock are on social media. Why can't you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Facebook. I need to get naked. That's what I need to do. Dude, tap it out, Rock. What do you mean? I'm tapping. Wait a second. No way. Facebook.com/slash Lunatic Radio. Wait, who told them to get naked? I'm get sitting it. here behind this microphone. There yeah, you are. Perfectly fine with my manhood. Are you? Of course I am. Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. What up, everybody? LR Show. No rocket. We have a new fella in studio. His name is the original Matt Harvey. That's it. That's all. That's all. He's not the Matt Harvey from the New York Mets. But uh, he is uh, Matt Harvey. Indeed. Word up. Uh, I was just reading an article in the uh, New York Post, but that's kind of a lie. I read it earlier. (laughs) This whole time during the break, I've been doing other things. Um, uh, This is Brud Abigail Ratchford. She's just an Instagram model. And I'm sure there's girls out there that make more money than this. But this just infuriated me. This girl makes as an Instagram model. What is an Instagram model? It's a girl who just takes pictures of herself and she's hot and people like her. Right. A hundred and seventy grand a year. Now, where does that money come from? Does she have advertisements? Sponsors or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, advertisements. Like, (laughs) uh, like, for example, you see it on some of a lot of, you know, a lot of these fucking internet celebrity people. You know, they'll like, oh, I love fucking Johnny's protein shake. And they just hold up the and they take a picture. Right. That that I think it comes from that shit. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, this I was just—it's in the New York Post. One hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars a year. One hundred seventy thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Uh, and like it's—it's it's odd. I mean, Instagram is—is—it's weird. It's like—it's—it's—it's it's, it's weird how Instagram has gone from a fun thing where you can make yourself look better by using a filter, right, <laughs> to make your skin look better. Yeah. You know, like your complexion looks better. Right. It's gone from that, like a little fun little internet thing, social, to like now it's a money maker for a ton of people. Yeah, they figured out uh, how to get in there and get their. Uh Biscuits and Brillos in the picture, so you buy the right laundry soap. Uh, yeah. Abigail Ratchford, uh, 60 less San Diego style. Yeah, just, you know, just a typical broad. She has 8 million followers. Uh, she's 25 years old. Uh, she started out working three jobs uh, as a paralegal secretary and a bartender. She earned less than $600 a week. In Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, and then, you know, she joined Instagram. Does paralegal and bartender really go together? Uh, probably not. But <laughs> when you're that hot, you can probably pull off both. Just, <laughs> you can become a paralegal with no schooling. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just need to be like, what does a paralegal do? She's like, here's the white paper you asked for. Right. Here's the yellow sheet you asked for. Right. <laughs> More coffee? Okay. Uh, yeah, just color coordinating paper, I think, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah, so she, I guess she met, like, she was doing those three jobs. She met a dude who had a Facebook page, but he was like a like a amateur photographer. Right. And he's like, oh, can I take pictures of you because you're pretty uh, to, you know, add stuff to my portfolio. So she did, and he posted them. Oh, yeah, he just wanted to get laid. <laughs> Yeah, that's all that is. Yeah. No fucking dude is asking a show. I just want to update my portfolio. Yeah, I need pictures of you for purely professional reasons. And possibly hit you with this brick and put you in my trunk and take you to the middle of the woods. <laughs> I promise it's going to be a good time no matter what happens. Right. Just take your clothes off, baby. So this fucking guy asks her for uh, this Abigail Ratchford. Um you know, take pictures for his profile and he posted them on his Facebook page. Oh, yeah. And they got a lot of likes and people... Or I guess DMing him or messaging him like who's the broad, right? And from that she's like, oh, you know. And then she, I guess she discovered Instagram and she started doing her, you know, posting photos. And then people started liking them, and she got like twenty thousand likes a photo. And whoa, just there's no yeah. discernible talent there. No. It's just. I, it's just a hot chick. Well, I think that's the age that we're in. You know, I mean, there's a lot of celebrities that are like that, that are just famous for fa being famous and doing nothing. And they're right. either attractive or not. Most of the times, kind of sort of not, but, right. you know, just yeah, sucked up in the whirlwind of. But I, I you know, does it even like, has there been studies um, showing that like, here's a girl, like you take, for example, this, uh, this Abigail Ratchford girl, she's just a, a, a swimsuit model on Instagram, earns 170 grand a year. There's no discernible talent. Are there people so into the way she looks that they're going to buy products that she pitches? Well, you know how like, you know how dumb guys can be. I mean, there's there's right now there's some guy out there thinking Jiffy peanut butter. That's what's going to get her over here. <laughs> you know? Right? No, people but are fucking like, stupid. Like I feel like the only thing she could possibly sell to a guy. That's a fan of hers is like a mold of her vagina. 
that or or male grooming products you know oh boy oh boy if i buy the right shaving cream maybe maybe she'll be down here maybe no. maybe another thing would be like uh, like whitening toothpaste or one of those yeah. one of those uh those things that people bite on they're like uh fluorescent lights for your mouth right and they the whiten your teeth uv what, thing yeah whatever the fuck that is what it's called maybe here. that yeah um something that would make a guy think he had more of a chance with her or women similarly hot right but she she's not like an athlete or an actress or or something right. it's not like something oh i want to have that talent i want to have all you have to do is fucking go to the gym and fucking you know take a shower yeah and you can basically do what she does yeah especially with all the filters that are out there on instagram you can Make yourself look like a million bucks. That's the thing. Is it strictly an Instagram thing, or is it? Uh, it's, it yeah, it's an Instagram thing. Can she? Is she good looking enough to be a model outside of that, or does she need those uh, filters and? Uh, no, I mean, I'll things. show you pictures of her. She, it was in the New York Post. Could be one of those things where if you ever saw a picture of her without, uh, she's not without that hot. All the fancy stuff, you'd be like, oh man, right? Like uh, she's a fucking ten on. Uh, Instagram, but you know, maybe she's like a 7.5. Yeah, in real life, oh, perish the thought. Plus, the attitude brings her down a couple more notches. So yeah, she's like a 5.3. Yeah, you can have that happen too. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty, but I wouldn't know. Oh, I know what am I fucking talking about? She's fucking gorgeous. She's fucking gorgeous. Here, there it is. It's on my phone. Ugh. Yeah, but it's like crazy, dude. I mean, look at look at this fucking radio show, for example. Here I am, and uh, people like uh, Matt Harvey and Rock, and and we're all here trying to you know get some conversations together and make some people laugh and this and that. And all I can garner is like three hundred twenty followers on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, maybe well, if I had a fucking set of tits and uh, like a, one of those J Lo booties. I was just gonna say your tits leave a lot to be desired. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I am is like fucking balding and, and just have a massive forehead. And I go, apparently, that's not appealing to people. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't drive you nuts? I don't know. It's just, no, not really. I mean, you know, that's it's just one of those. It's it's just another sign of the insanity that we live in. Uh, and there's like, there's these other, it's just a whole, it's funny how like Instagram has become such a massive thing. I mean, it's like she gets... Sign photo. She signs photographs for thirty dollars a piece. Who the fuck is a fan of hers? Well, see, that's the thing. I have more of an issue with the uh, with the with the people who um. I mean, who's getting? Who cares? Sign photograph. In seven months, she went from like zero people following her to a hundred thousand. Where are these guys? And they're you know they're all guys. These like the guy we just mentioned in the first segment about that the bar going. Eh, I don't think anybody wants to talk to me. Yeah. So he's yeah. gonna buy the buy the picture and then but never sign it and then think that that means means that I maybe mean, she's gonna go home and jail on it or huh? where's it go? It's like there's a there's I don't see what the next logical step is. Nave. Here's the other thing that happens when you become a popular swimsuit uh, model on Instagram. We have one of these girls that's local here. This uh, that golfer chick. Her name's like uh, Paige Sparenick or something. Right. I know it perfectly. I know her name. <laughs> I follow her. Uh, <laughs> but she's from Scottsdale and yeah. she's like, you know, nationally known yeah. as a fucking hot chick who plays golf. And uh, she actually it's funny when when like a like a major New York uh, paper in New York and or in L.A. or something, even the New York Post, when they 
they do. She doesn't. This girl up here, this Paige Baronek, she doesn't play on the LPGA. But when they want to comment about the LPGA, right? They go to her, right? Even though she doesn't even pay play on the damn tour, she's just a hot chick that plays golf. She's just. We want to hear from the hot chick that plays golf, right? Because people are going to pay attention to the hot chick that plays golf, whether it's on the LPGA or not. Well, and that's the other thing too is you know does the LPGA have some of the same problems that the WNBA has, where it's you know really kind of a great idea, but nobody's really watching. Uh, sort of not Kinda. as bad as the WNBA, you know. So that could be a thing too. There's some hog, there's some pretty girls that play in the LPGA. If they can get some, if they can get somebody who's more attractive and photogenic to be there every time the words LPGA are said, you know, then you get that association and that people tune in more. Maybe you know, mm. have her kind of be the right, like people won't the leading image of the thing. Be like, oh, that girl plays on the LPGA. I'm gonna watch because right. she's hot. But in reality. She doesn't. And you're never going to see her on the LPGA. <laughs> Many of those women are not very attractive. Right. Uh, okay, so this is what else what happens. So these girls, they go on there. They got the bikinis. Taking titty photos and the ass photos. A lot of selfies. Uh, and then they get the followers and followers and followers. Like, they get up to 100,000 followers. Then a site like TMZ okay. will start following them. Right. And that will give them more followers. So that's what happened to this girl. So once TMZ gets TMZ on board, started then. following her, and then um, yeah, then her then her it, she bumped like three hundred thousand more followers oh, just so by they, TMZ following her because people thought she was a celebrity because TMZ was starting to follow. There you go. Uh, for every million followers, you can charge up to fifteen hundred dollars a post. For every what, say that again, please. For every million followers you have on Instagram, right. You can charge up to $1,500 a post. That's that's what the advertising is worth? Right. Okay. Like this morning or last night, I took a picture of myself with my sunglasses on and I posted that. Right. Zero, zero when dollars. When this girl's <laughs> zero dollars. When this girl does that, something like that. Right. Takes two seconds. $1,500. Wow. See, here's the, here's the thing that worries me, though. is She better be hot because that doesn't take very long. It's not yeah. a 10-hour day of work. That's, no, it is not. That's a very, a very much less time. The thing I wonder is if, if this is your life, and um, it's Instagram, it's on your phone, you're doing it all the time. Mm. Let's say you get hammered and fall down a staircase, and you take a picture of yourself after you're hammered and fell down a staircase. Does that become... That's, in, that's out in the world now. So now right. it's like it's almost as though every second of your life you've got to be on, right? You know, Whereas right? A normal person like myself doesn't want to do that. I get hammered and fall down the staircase. That's between me and my knees. <laughs> that's <laughs> that still me. hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's between me and my staircase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in there, no, I get that. Yeah. I totally. Yeah, that's how I am. Like when I'm bombed, I don't want fucking. I don't want people taking so I'm not sure it's worth it. I don't even, you know, I'm, but I'm doing most of mostly anything. Yeah. I don't want people taking pictures of it. Yeah. Well, see, as good as I look right now, I, most of the time I look much worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't be, I can't be prepping to be on a hundred percent of the fucking time. You know, I just think I work. would love to know. I mean, I got to imagine I follow people on Instagram and they post, I got to imagine on average, maybe 15 times a day. Yeah. I gotta. I want to follow a person like that and see what their fucking day is like. That's the other thing. Like, is, how much is your phone 
weighing down your productivity during the day. Exactly. And how much are you thinking about it in the back of your mind? You know, it's like it just becomes this. Right. When I get to the car, I got to take a selfie before I fucking drive to, right. you know, the supermarket to get the fucking celery. And, and I once I get the celery, I'm going to take a selfie of that because I want to show people that I'm eating right. Right. Like, what the fuck, man? I, I gotta make sure to gotta make sure to take a selfie of myself with the with the uh, Pepsi can at just the right angle, so that Pepsi knows that I'm doing my thing for right. them today. You know, yeah. I mean, it seems like some one at one level or another, somebody that you don't even know has control over every second of your goddamn life. I'm well, not sure that's worth 170 thousand dollars a year. Apparently, it is, man. It's yeah. all about it's all about the fucking the eyeballs you get on the product. Yeah. So if this girl can get the eyeballs on the product because she's got fake cans and she fell into something. Yeah. She's, I, I don't know. I, That's got to be one of those 15 minutes of fame things though. How long is that going to last? I don't know. There'll be another one. If that becomes a profession. I saw another article in the paper during the week about a girl who was another Instagram model, but her niche was that she was a hot chick who was an adrenaline junkie and she rode motorcycle. Yeah. So she would take like these little video snippets. You know, you can put like a video snippet on your Instagram in about a minute. Right. Of her like, like looking sexy riding a motorcycle. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, she rode a motorcycle and it went straight into a building. She was <laughs> fucking with her phone while she was riding a motorcycle. Right. I hope she yeah. wasn't trying to take a selfie as she drove right into the fucking side of a wall. Yeah. But. Rule number one with motorcycles is focus on the motorcycle. Right. By the way, 718-690-9290. Uh, yes, the LPGA recently changed the dress code. Nope. That's actually the article I was referring to. Uh, the LPGA, going back to the page, Sparanek, the girl from Scottsdale, who's a Instagram uh, model, but she plays golf, so she gets a pass, I guess. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, fucking the New York Post went to, uh, one did an article about the LPGA's dress code. They got this new dress code. The girls can't wear... Uh, plunging necklines. They can't wear skirts that hug their ass. Okay. They have to wear like turtlenecks and fucking so they're parkas. They're, yeah, they're, they want them to look professional and more conservative. And they'd like to go out of business. Here's here's the thing. The New York Post went to Paige Sparanek to get a an opinion about the new LPGA's dress code. Not a player on the LPGA. Right. They went to the hot girl yeah. who wears golf clothes. <laughs> <laughs> And they put that, that they wrote the whole article based on, off of her opinion about the LPGA's dress code. What'd she say? Does she like it or hate it? She hates it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Smart girl. I hate it too. I won't watch the fucking L- I used to watch it. Hey, here's the solution to the problem. I, a lot of Asians on the LPGA. Thing. Really? Oh. That might be something for you, Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey likes the Asians. I know that. I don't know where Karen got this information. <laughs> it's obviously, it's obviously misleading. <laughs> Uh, no, no. People have their their women they like. Oh yeah. You know what I want? To, I want an African American. I want to, I want to date an African American girl one time. Yeah. Just to see if I can. Uh, I don't know. I That's never. It. I never have dated a uh, African American girl. Yeah. Have you? No, never. Yeah. I had a buddy back in New York who uh, did. Yeah. What the hell? It was like a thing. Did they get married and have kids and live happily ever? After? No, they they didn't. No. But yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Give back it a shot. The, back to the Instagram model. <laughs> if, you, if you ever get over the part that it's impossible to meet anybody at all, then you can start picking out exactly which types of people you'd like to meet. Yeah, she it, is pretty hot, difficult. though. That's this Rachel 
Now I'm see. Now I'm giving more. Now you're now you're on Instagram. Yeah. Now you're in the Rachel. Yeah. What is her name? Fucking I even forgot, I forgot her name already. Oh, uh, oh, Abigail Radford. Ratchford. She needs a, ch- a name change. Uh, whatever. Broad. Yeah. <sighs> I don't get it. Uh... Yeah. I used to know a girl, actually, this, this gentleman, Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, Leroy Jenkins in the, uh, the studio. He's the other man, gentleman, who hosts the radio program. Oh, yeah. Um, the LFL. Remember the LFL, the Lingerie Football League? Oh, yeah. That was a, right. at least as an idea. I don't know if it ever really happened. Right. Now, did it? Going back to the LPGA's dress code, uh, uh, like the LFL is a, an organization where it's girls playing tackle. I think it's tackle football. I think it was like somewhere in between. But they're, it, it's even more dangerous than like them just playing tackle football. They're wearing... Literally underwear, right? With shoulder pads and helmets. I think nothing was, else. They were kind of not trying to hurt each other, though, weren't they? No, they were pretty, pretty brutal to were each they? other. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And uh, starting to get revved up. Over like it. that's the reason why we watched it. Like we yeah. wouldn't have watched the LFL if the girls actually were like female versions of a full football uniform, right? You know, fucking covered head to toe. Yeah, we're watching the LFL because you know when when the running backs going down to the fucking field and defensive back comes up behind and maybe just grabs the fucking back of her panties and yeah. rips them down. Or grabs we, her by the hair. We want to see that. Yeah. I actually knew a girl who played in the NFL. Really? And she told me the reason why all those games would air, I think it was, they used to air on MTV two or something. The, the reason why they would air on like a two day delay yeah. is because they had to go back to all the footage and, and uh, edit out all the parts where they're, Body parts were showing. You blur all the tits because out. Because huh? constantly, the girls would get their fucking panties pulled down, or the titty <laughs> would pop out. Yeah. Because they're not wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. See, I this like- is what like, I think the LPGA tour should, you know, go that direction. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, you know, watching a girl playing fucking golf in a bikini, wearing some stylish fucking. You know, no, I think they kicks. ought to. I think they ought to dress like uh, porn stars in the in the five minutes before the scene starts. You know, right. on the DVD where you have the behind the scenes thing, right? And they're just all tarted up, but they're standing in the kitchen somewhere. Like some of these, all, some of these girls the in the LPGA tour are really hot. Like they wore like leggings, you know, like those, yeah. like uh, you know, like almost like lingerie leggings all the yeah. way up the thigh. Yeah, I was like, God damn, see, that will keep me on ABC watching that for hours on end on a Sunday afternoon when I got shit to do. At least it'll at least it'll stop you from clicking, you know, if you're clicking through, right. you'll stop there. You'll say, hey, what's that? I'm right, flicking around. I see Michelle Wee. We're barely wearing a skirt. And then they got their, they got you hooked. They got their chance to try to sell you a, a new Nissan. I mean, that's what it's all about. Right? Yeah, playing a sport I love. I love golf. If they're, uh, if they're trying to have them put on more clothes, I'm not exactly sure where the logic is with that. <laughs> Yeah, there is no logic. Like in this day and age, why would you? You know, like that they know they the 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 members that the powers that be in the LPGA they know the reason why the WNBA doesn't have any view. Oh yeah, they know. Yeah, they know. I'm not going to be the one to say it. Are you? (laughs) I'm not going to say it. We all know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to walk into that. We don't have to say it. It's one of those. those uh if you don't know figure it out or don't those, worry about it those statement grenades we just yeah 
We say we know, and you can fill in the answer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ask your older brother if you, right. if you can't figure that out. Now, they need to go the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. They need to attract viewers. They get hot chicks on the LPGA tour. You get more people watching. Uh, are you at least allow the girls to dress the way they want? You get more people watching because they're going to dress sexy because they feel girls feel good when they dress sexy. Yeah. And that helps sell ultimately. I mean, you know, it's about the sport, but there's not one girl on the LPGA dressing LPGA tour dressing sexy and hating it. Right. She's and, doing it because she wants to do it. And once you get to a certain level with a professional sport, you know, the athletes are so good that, you know, the sports part of it is covered. And then the other 50% of what you're doing is advertising. Right. So, I mean, you know, you've got the top of the top athlete wise. Right. They've, they've gotten to the, L, to, to the LPGA or the NBA or whatever it is. Now it's time to uh, get people to drink Coke and Pepsi and buy new Toyotas, right? Right. You're not going to do that by putting on another layer of a uh, parka. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, we're not gonna not gonna do that when you got a girl wearing a fucking you know covered head to toe and like a all you can see is her eyes. Yeah, no, that's not. We need, we need fucking ass. We need tits. Not the way to go. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I sound like just a fucking shithead. <laughs> you know if the if you but it's a, true. I mean, it's wrong, right or wrong. It's fucking true. If there's a, a professional female golfer who's got the athleticism and the talent, and she's uh you know small upstairs the. The uh, league should step in there and uh, pay for some surgery. Right. You know? Right. Be fucking committed to it. Right. You can't be on tour unless you got huge canes. And we'll help you pay for it. I mean, that's a little bad. That's just not the way to go, but I can understand. <laughs> I would be for it. I, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to sign. I, would, I wouldn't rule against it. I'm not signing any petitions against that. I wouldn't rule against girls being forced to get breast implants to pay on the LPGA tour. <laughs> wouldn't be against that. That'd be something. It'd make for a hell of a lot of news stories. Yeah. Um, what else is in the fire? I don't even know what else is going on in the world. I got a news one for you, Karen. Go ahead. I've got uh, two Chinese tourists being arrested in Berlin for allegedly giving a Nazi salute. Really? Yeah, that's what the article said. Giving like the old uh, the Hitler like hand above the head I thing. Think that's kind of what I what I picked up from it. The old uh, right handed Zig Heil thing. They said uh, two Chinese tourists standing outside the building began giving Nazi salutes. They were briefly detained, accused of violating a German law that seeks to keep the Reichstag's darkest chapter from repeating itself. <sighs> it was the right arm straight, angled up, palm down. Yeah, it's the one you're thinking of. Well, why would they do that? I don't have any idea what in the world would possess somebody to do that. Dumber than shit? I guess, but, I mean, is it even, like, worth, like, writing about? And this day, people know that's ridiculous, right? I'm not sure whether it's, yeah, you know, is it really a, is it really a story? I don't know. I feel like uh, there's a lot of things that are written these days that are not really stories. It's just like we need to we need to get you know clicks. Yeah, we oh, need we need definitely we need eyes. Yeah, need- and if you say if you say Nazi anything, you're gonna get clicks. Right. So yeah. Yeah. You know, we we just need eyes on our website. Sounds to me like a couple of idiots outside a tourist center probably should have just not been so stupid. The Catch Me Outside Girl. You know who that is? I do not. 
the girl that goes, catch me outside. How about that? The girl that was on. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. You, you know that girl? That possessed many people in the workplace for right. a while there that was starting to get fucking old. She got sentenced to five uh, years of probation. For what? What'd she do? Uh, I think she had some weed or something. Yeah. I think uh, she said her mom was like a. A C word when she wasn't a C word. <laughs> like she fa- falsely reported something. Wait, we're not we're not throwing people in the clink for misusing the C word now, are we? No, okay. no, no. It was something. She called like nine one one and said her mom was doing something, but she wasn't doing oh. it, which is illegal. I think. I think it's yeah. You know, you have to tell the truth when you call nine one one to varying degrees. But yeah, if you're abusing the system like that, I think that's one of those things. Like um. You know, tail light out, accelerator too far away from the floor. Once the cops already decided that he's gonna, that he's fucking with you, then he'll write you up for everything in the world. Oh, here's one. She uh, pleaded guilt. I guess she did a little bit more than just that. Calling nine one one, false report. Uh, uh, she pleaded guilty last month to charges of grand theft, marijuana possession, and filing a false report. So there was two. There was the oh, marijuana yes. thing and the grand theft. Grand theft. Is a- <laughs> Yeah, they look down. So on that. the lesser of all the charges is the one I <laughs> fucking you know, want to mention, I guess. But yeah, the marijuana. I don't know why people are getting oh, fuck it. Lock that girl up. Just a pain in the ass. I, I want her locked up for the for the people at work that repeated her all the time. I was, I was done with it. Catch that. me outside. How about that? Everything was. How about that? How about that? I didn't even know what it was. I, was, I always said, uh, you know, when we were talking about that. You thought that girl's gonna be in porn in, in what? What is how many years? What is she like? Yeah, do the math. You know. Uh, yeah, three, three, four years. <laughs> yeah. She'll be in porn. So. She'll be at, she'll be at a strip club in in Mississippi in about twenty minutes, and then in porn in three years where yeah. they actually look for driver's licenses. I and mean, this girl's not gonna have a healthy life. I can I, I will oh, yeah. bet her her life is gonna be uh, a rough road yeah well you can do that math full of potholes (laughs) you could probably do that same math on almost everybody that's ever been on dr phil Uh, they should do it where are they now she's only 14 jesus and she's in the thick of it the thick of like tabloid notoriety at 14 can you imagine that not even 14 i was throwing rocks at streetlights yeah i couldn't handle i couldn't handle school at 14 let alone that Outside fucking world. <laughs> Playing wiffle ball. Yeah. To like the fuck mom yelled at, Hey, it's dinner time, fuck face. <laughs> the street lights are on. Get your ass inside. Right. Huh? Yet this goes all over TMZ. Yeah. That's going to be good for her future though. You know? And in rap videos. I predict she'll go to a community college and get a two year degree and then go off to a four year and become something. Well, like a brain surgeon. She'll become something worth a shit. Mark my words. I would bet everything... I have now and all my future earnings in life <laughs> that she does not become a doctor. No, but not a doctor. How about just worth a shit? Worth, <laughs> worth, worth the shit up or down? Worth what is what is what is the worth of shit line? Uh, productive in some way. Paying has, taxes. Has a job pays taxes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it could be like an Instagram. Uh, yeah. Then again, she yeah. probably, if she was an Instagram model, do you think she would actually pay her taxes? I didn't even know that was a job until I got here today. <laughs> I know. It is. It's quite a lucrative job, too. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that broad is going, she, well, she has probation. Five years probation. Jesus. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just crazy. It, you know, maybe it's just crazy what fucking gets reported, I think. Like it, it's, 
I don't know. Like, why, why are we even like paying attention to these people? You ever think of that? Like, why? It's all distraction. Yeah, it's all distraction. From what? The the world. <laughs> the world's gonna end. The world's falling apart. Rome is burning. It's gonna end. I was watching some fucking documentary last night about on the on the, how uh, this fucking alien commission was brought forth in like 2001 and uh, they had this big press conference and they were describing about how the fe- not not only the federal government but like a power higher than the federal government has boatloads upon boatloads upon boatloads upon oceans of information yeah uh, about alien UFO aliens, this and that and the other thing. Yeah. And now we're not alone and all this. I don't doubt it. And it's almost to the point where like, you know how everybody's always at this documentary says like, Oh, so why doesn't one like a new president get in there? Just open up all the files. Yeah. It it's beyond him. Right. See it's the- like, fuck the president. He's only temporary. We're gonna keep this secret forever. Right. We're the we're the actual like the Illuminati. Right. The or lizard, something like that. The lizard people. Right. Yeah. So they have like all this detailed information, and they're and I guess what they were trying to get forth in this documentary. I forget the name of forget the name of the documentary. It's a new documentary. Uh, they're saying that the aliens don't like when we try to hurt each other as. This is where I, this is where the documentary sounds was. like it's not going to go well for it, it them. Doesn't like when uh, like we're shooting missiles at each other, right? Are testing nuclear missiles, uh, like that go into outer space and come down, right? Uh, they don't like that. That's, I can imagine not, <laughs> right? But yeah, they're like they're saying that they the aliens are worried about us as a human race. Oh yeah, so am I. Well, yeah, I, know, I am too. But don't you don't you find that kind of like hokey? <laughs> I don't know. They say they have uh, footage, or this dude uh, has eyewitness footage. He was like an engineer on a missile launch or some shit like that. Yeah, in the control room, and they said they shot up this missile, right? And the thing got to like um, near space, right? And a laser shot from one side and another side, and like from the top, and it blew the warhead off of it. Right. And the missile just came tumbling down and crashed into the. Yeah. And that's what they say. Were they trying to infer that the aliens were worried we might hurt them or that the aliens just think we're dumbasses for being self. No, they, they they don't want us to hurt each ourselves. That's what it was. Well, see, I could believe that if the aliens were super, you know, if the aliens were, you know, some immeasurable multiplier smarter than we are. Then it would be like, what is with these fucking idiots? You know, and they have, and during the documentary, they had all these quotes from presidents, congressmen, leaders of countries, um, princes, uh, astronomers, this and that. All these quotes from people saying that yes, there are uh, ETs out there, right? Uh, but uh, you know, it's all secretive now. You can't. We were never. You're never going to reveal what we know, right? Because it'd be too dangerous. I guess. Yeah, I'm not. Do you sure. believe in aliens? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go along with that. I'll roll. I'll roll with aliens. I'm. I'm yes for aliens. Yes for aliens. Yeah. Do you believe that we'll ever uh, like come in? Con- Why haven't we come in contact? I mean, everybody is a walking camera these days. Why haven't we seen one? 
Um, I think if you know, my personal opinion is because I think if they're if they really do exist, which we're, we've I've accepted that premise for the moment, then uh, I think they're a lot smarter than we are, and I think they uh, I think they think we're just dumb as shit. Why even bother? You know. Like they are, they're way more advanced uh, mentally and uh, techno uh, oh, technologically yeah. advanced than we are. Well, if you accept some of the stuff that that you know is out there in that world about magnet drive spaceships and all this stuff, I mean, their technology would be just through the roof as far as we're concerned. Yeah. You know, if they're that smart, then it would they, be. They say in the documentary the Roswell uh, fucking UFO. Right. They say that thing was. It didn't have controls inside the UFO. This is what they say oh, in the this, documentary. The ship, yeah. Yeah. It says that the aliens, I don't know how they would know this, but they say because that frequent thing crashed and they were like, all the aliens were apparently, <laughs> this is my uh, space music. You got, you got a space, you laying down a space bed there, Kirk? Yeah. Uh, like the aliens had their hands on like the front of the, the wall of the aircraft. Right. And the UFO was controlled by the helmet or their head. Connected to what they're thinking. Like thinking. Right. So they're sending their thoughts I guess what they were getting at they're sending their thoughts through their arms into their hands and their hands had like little suction cups on them and whatever they were doing on the wall controlled the ship I guess. If you gave Apple another thousand years you know they'll probably have something like that going. Oh can you imagine what a cell phone's gonna look like in 50 years? That's the thing. I mean, yeah. It's gonna be in our fucking head. We don't even carry this fucking lump of metal around anymore. If if we can go long enough without destroying ourselves with nuclear bombs, I think uh, I think e- we'll probably get ET there. extra testicles. <laughs> Funny one, cool teacher. By the way, seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. Let me know if you believe in aliens. Whoa! This is a hacky bitch. All right, we're taking your alien calls. Does anyone have experience with aliens? Have you been visited by aliens? Trust me, half the girls I've had sex with are probably aliens. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't get along. Maybe you're an alien. I probably am. <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> uh, somehow I still think this radio show is a good idea. <laughs> and that's an alien thought. It's not a bad idea. It's fun. Yeah. Hey, I hope there's aliens, you know. But I want fucking, it's like the Bigfoot thing. I want fucking proof. We got so many cameras. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I mean, you know, if they if they really are out there and they really are that much smarter than us, we're not we're not going to get a picture. We are walking around with movie cameras. These are movie cameras, these fucking things. Maybe it's like Men in Black. Maybe, they're, maybe there's one next door and you don't even know it. I could almost, I could almost go along with it. Like that like old that. movie with um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper? Uh doesn't ring a bell off the top of my head uh, like the aliens look like people until you like cut their face open and they have yeah. like an alien face Oops. I hope the aliens are like Mars attacks yeah ack, ack. <laughs> that'd be great uh I don't know what the hell the name of the documentary is I'll try to look it up yeah they said in the documentary that the aliens obviously had the big eyes and then they didn't have like mouths, but they had two like dots on the side of their head where they're, I guess it was some sort of orifice. Right. Two do- two like holes on their side of their head. Right. So I guess that would be four. So do they eat and drink? I don't know. Yeah. They said they also, uh, 
they were wearing like these uh, suits that were probably they weren't their skin but they were as, as thick as skin and they were skin tight but they weren't their actual skin yoga They're suit like a suit yeah. yeah like yoga pants yeah they were yoga pants yeah. and they were four feet tall huh. so they were midgets I can go along with it maybe they're astonished with us like fascinated by the human race because we're bigger yeah well that could be we're in our our movie mind we always thought they were be the bigger one right they're always like seven feet tall with a right egg shaped head kind of thing caller you're on the air what's your name where you're from uh Leroy Leroy Jenkins what's going on what's going on did you see that NASA is hiring a uh Planetary Protection Agent or something like that. What? NASA is hiring a Planetary Protection Agency? Agent? Somebody somebody to protect the uh, planet from the aliens. That's interesting. So there are... I sent sent the link in the chat room. Really? Do you believe in it? A nine-year-old applied for the job. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that fucking story. <laughs> Here, I think you're going with something. Then you throw the nine-year-olds involved, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. It's not, <laughs> not worth looking up. Yeah, I can't remember the name of this documentary. I don't know. Let me let me let me do a quick search on it. I think it was some some like 2017 Alien Doc Umentary. The Fire in the Sky movie. That was a good one. Uh, that was here in Arizona. What? The uh, Six Things in the Sky? No, there's a movie called Fire in the Sky. Well, I, I don't and know. It, it's, not a docu- it's not a documentary, but it was a, uh, a movie based on uh, something that occurred up in uh, northern Arizona. Uh-huh. Oh, where, yeah. Where a guy got, guy got abducted. Uh, oh, Unacknowledged is the name of the documentary. It actually got three okay. and a half. It got three and a half stars out of five on uh, IMDb. Uh-huh. I uh, I will admit that I watched about half of it, and then I was like, "Enough about the aliens." <laughs> this alien documentary has too much aliens. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Enough! I get it. You're a guy who saw a fucking thing, man, and." You're the other guy who saw it then, and uh, who cares? You don't have an alien. Like, it's the same shit. Like, they hold up the fucking picture of a guy drawing the alien. Right. The big eyes. It's the same thing you've seen for the last 60 years. Come back when you got an alien body in a box. Right. Give me some footage. Come back when you have a, like, you're having a conversation with that. Ack, 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 you know. (laughs) Or at least a tape of it. Right. The fuck? Yeah, unacknowledged is the name of it. Should go check it out, Leroy. Will do. It focuses on the historic files of the Disclosure Project, which was a you uh, have uh, like a like a council put together to uh, bring forth the light of uh, there's this abundance of knowledge of alien activity that is being covered up by superpowers. Even like, this, we're not this, even talking about Washington. We're talking elements that are more powerful than Washington itself. 
Yeah, is this uh, worldwide or is this just uh, the United States? No, worldwide. Worldwide. Like they won't let congressmen or members of Congress even really know. They know like things, generals they won't even really let know. It sounds really far-fetched. <laughs> but it's all because these people are temporary. Like they can be voted in and out of office. So why tell them the most, the biggest secret we have in the United States? Haven't put it in a memoir five years later. Right. And yeah, haven't put them in a fucking, yeah, yeah right. Who are these people, though? Are they like the Illuminati or something? Uh, well, they're they're probably just yeah, they're like the Illuminati, but you know, they're living amongst us. They're just people of you know, extreme power, extreme secrecy. Uh, you know, they they just don't disclose what they do. So it's not. And they have a lifetime a lifetime appointment to their position, so they keep their. <laughs> Your mouth shut or what? I have no idea. Maybe they explained that later on in the documentary, but I had porn to watch, so. <laughs> I, uh, I tell you, they tapped out, Leroy. <laughs> Bailed on the documentary. Yeah, I started watching it kind of late night. You know what I'm saying? It was either. Was your, was was your porn, porn theme based on aliens? I watched about 10 interviews of dudes going, well, back in 1962, I saw this big thing with eyes. After 10 guys doing that, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Alexis, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Time to watch Alexis, Texas. Yeah. By the way, Leroy Jenkins, this is Matt uh, Matt Harvey of uh, Not of the New York Mets. Hey there, Leroy Jenkins. What What's up, Matt? How you doing? Good. He's uh, filling cool. in for you this week. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so excited. <laughs> Is he enjoying his uh, time on the show? Or what? Yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah, cool. What's a uh, forgotten Phoenix? Cool teacher. Cool teacher, call and explain this stuff because I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what else you got, Leroy Jenkins? Anything? How about that Paige Sparrow and those tits, huh? Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Where where are you on the tit issue? In favor on on the LPG on the LPGA? Just tits in general. I mean, one hundred percent in favor uh, of tits. Oh, absolutely. There, yeah. good. What about the LPGA yeah. uh, dress ban? No, I'm not in favor of that. It's horseshit, right? They're shooting. <laughs> they're shooting. I think you got. I think you got to free the nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Word up. I got you, Leroy. All right. All right, Talk buddy. Thank you. See you later. Later, later Matt. Hey, good to meet you, man. See you. There goes Leroy Jenkins, everybody. He is uh, the best color man in the business. <laughs> As you can tell. <laughs> I love him. He sits over there. Yeah. Most week and goes. He goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's mainly what I've been doing. And then he goes, uh, you know that thing about that guy who's like, uh, he was in that movie, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. What are you, is Mad Libs, motherfucker? <laughs> Spit it out. Uh, 718-690-9290. We're here with uh, Not Matt Harvey, the original Matt Harvey. It's a long name. OG, OG Matt Harvey. OG Matt Harvey. Yeah. The original gangster man Harvey. I think that's what that means, isn't it? OG original gangster man Harvey. I'm not. Uh, I'm not very cool. I don't know what OG really stands for. Oh, three teens. All right. So the Forgotten Phoenix is a 
Story about three teens going missing and they show actual footage of a possible alien encounter. Forgotten Phoenix? Somebody call in and tell me about this goddamn fucking movie. <laughs> 718-690-9290. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You got anything else there, big man? No. No, I'm, uh, I'm all out of ideas over here. I am all out of ideas, too. This is the radio program. We just come in here and we just chill. I did, yeah. Talk about things. Maybe have a couple laughs. That's what most. Uh, that's what most of the good ones are. Yeah. You know, what I'm working on to get on the show. Who's that? Um, it's kind of an obscure, obscure um, interview. You know the singer Eddie Money. I've heard the name. Uh, let me see if I can bring up some Eddie Money for you. Is that from the '80s? Is he like Max Headroom or something? No, no. He's actually. Uh, He's like a real, real uh, singer guy. I don't know how much I can play of this, but I'll, uh, before I get fucking You trouble, are watching. I don't know, wait for that ad. To, I love how we have ads on everything. It really ruins my uh, radio DJing when there's an ad playing when I don't want it to be playing. Yeah. Uh, here's a little Eddie Money. Ring a bell? No. About another two seconds, you're gonna get sued. Okay, yeah. I know where we're at. Yeah. Okay, that's Eddie Money. I'm trying to get his daughter on the radio show. <laughs> she actually is extremely pretty. Look her up on your phone. Her name is Jessie Money. Does and, she uh, uh, live in the greater uh, area here? Uh, no, but I'm gonna have her do like, um, hopefully, I'm trying to get her to do like a Skype thing. I'm gonna put her on this TV right here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talk to her. She sings with her dad. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to uh, get her on the radio program. I love Eddie Money. I love his music. And uh, I want to talk to his daughter, who was named, uh, I don't know if this is like an actual list, but she's, uh, you know, in the top 10 of hottest singers' daughters. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a... That's, that's an oddly qualified That's a list. really obscure list to be yeah. on, but she's on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Eddie Money. I want to get his daughter on. I actually had an email conversation with her. Uh, well, it was very brief, but. We follow each other on the Instagram. Oh, okay. Instagram's back in the picture now. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to try to get her on a radio program. I'm also trying to work on, uh, this one's probably going to be nearly impossible, but I'm going to try to do it because I like her. Yeah. I like, and I want to actually talk to her about, what, I don't really want to talk to her about what she wants to, but if she wants to talk about it, we can talk about it in a serious manner. I'm trying to get Christy Mack on the show. Yeah. Because I want to talk to her. Yeah. She feels like, uh, been through some fucking traumatic shit in her life. Uh, if she wants to talk about that, I'll talk about that in a serious way. But I, she's also like kind of funny. Yeah. And she's hot. So I figured there'd be like two great combinations, like funny and hot. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get those two together in the same. Yeah, that's a good combination to have. Time, yeah. But like God gave you everything if you're an attractive person and you're funny. Two great things. Yeah. I'm in favor. Right. Usually God just gives you one thing. Like you got a good personality, 
But you look like a bag of garbage. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody's like, uh, I always go reference back to like a, like a Brad Pitt or, uh, or uh, there's a couple of female comedians out there that are pretty hot and funny. But like Brad Pitt, he's like a talented actor. He can fucking do a lot. And he's good looking. He's fucking dickhead. Yeah. Like God was like, ah, oh, I fucked up. I gave that person too many things. He got in line twice. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. That fucking <laughs> prick bastard. Um, hot and funny. Is everything cool teacher? Ah, whatever. <sighs> she's funny later. She's calling in. I like when cool teacher calls in. All right. I think we're going to, I think that's it for the show. Rock's on vacation. I want to thank Matt Harvey for uh, coming down and, and uh, hanging out and, and doing a good job for his first time on the radio. Um, yeah. Radio cherries all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, broke your, you broke your cherry. <laughs> you need to, need to get the uh, Swiffer in here. Why? Oh, I don't know. Come I, on. I, went over my, I didn't hear Come it. On, I barely heard it. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Matt Harvey, for coming on the show. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Lunatic Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Lunatic Radio. We'll be back next week. I'm trying to get that Jesse Money on the show next week. We'll talk some music with Jesse Money. Dad, Eddie Money. Uh, yeah, Eddie Money. <laughs> Sometimes my brain goes fucking gaga. Yeah, talk some music. She's a singer, too. She's very talented. We'll do that. Thank you to Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey, anything to plug? I do not have anything to plug. Thank you for having me on. Perfect. What does your hat say, by the way? It's uh, for a vape shop. Huh. Convicted vapes. Oh, that's good. Oh, they'll, be, they'll be suing us now, too, along with uh, Eddie Money and Eric they're getting, Clapton. They're getting free uh, publicity there. All uh, five people watching. <laughs> Hi, all five people. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Uh, all new Lunatic Radio show, and uh, that'll be that. I'm going to get some cameras in this studio, by the way, so we can, when I have somebody down there hosting the show with me, you can see them. I am going to do that. It's the next thing on the budget. But uh, Rocket's got to stop taking trips to California. He's eating up our budget. <laughs> that comes out of the uh, LR budget? No, it doesn't. <laughs> there is no LR, LR budget. All right, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com